saying? We have five heads, you know. I know about your five heads. One, two, three, I know, I know. But all that I wanted to say was, since your appearance on Command Performance recently, there have been a couple letters from the guys asking you to come back. Well. Yes, so that's the reason that you're here. Fan mail, eh? Never mind that. I only wanted... Well. Okay, okay. Read it to us. Won't you, Mary? Please, hmm? Read it, Mary. Won't you? Won't you? Please, hmm? Read it, won't you? Won't you? Please, read it, Mary. Now, hmm? Won't you? Please, read it to us. Now. Hmm? Fan mail. Yes, fan mail. Here's the letter I picked out of the group. This is the best letter. It's in behalf of a whole detachment, by the way, and it says, uh. Mr. Wilson tried to tell what was evidently a wow of a story about why a man always stands with his back to the fireplace. However, each time he tried to finish it, he was interrupted by the talking people. Yeah, but... Never mind that yeah, but it goes on to say, the precious moments slipped by. The talking people kept interrupting. We were losing our minds faster and faster. Why does a man always stand with his back to the fireplace? But before Wilson could shut up the talking people and tell us the point of the story, the program was over. Yeah. Never mind, Yabbit. And get this. At that moment, the letter goes on, we vowed that we'd write the command performance for a return engagement for Wilson so he could finish his joke. This time, without the talking people. Well, what have you got to say for yourselves? Hmm? Uh... Yes? Nothing. Nothing? Do you mean to stand there and tell me that you're not going to apologize to the United States Army, Navy, Coast Guard, Marine Corps for upsetting some of the boys so that they've become practically nervous wrecks? Yes, sir. Well, that's better. Now go ahead and apologize then. Yes, sir. Well, go on. <clears throat> Dear U.S. Army, Navy, and Marine Corps, well, you left out the Coast Guard. Beg your pardon, Coast Guard. That's better. Now go on. We're sorry about interrupting Meredith's story about the fireplace. Well, go ahead. Can't say any more just now. Why not? Got a lump in our throats. You got a lump in your throats? We have five throats, you know. Yeah, I know. I heard the five throats and the five lumps, but anyway, I want to tell you that you're forgiven. If you just take your ten little legs and your five throats and your five heads and your five... Well, go over there and sit down, and I'll let... Uh... Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. On second thought, if you promise not to interrupt, you can stay right here and listen, and I'll tell you the story about why a man always stands with his back to the fireplace. We promise. Okay. Well, fellas, here's the yarn. Now, it seems it was back in the days of the Noah's Ark... And the good old ark sprung a leak. And Noah's little son, I've forgotten whether it was Shem or Ham, came along and he saw the little hole in the ark and he stuck his finger in there. Now the hole got bigger and bigger until finally he had to take his little dog's nose and he put his dog's nose in the hole to stop up the, the water from flowing in. And that's why they always say that the little dog has a cold nose, you know? Dog always has a cold nose. Isn't that interesting? Then it goes on to say that, uh, hmm? I, I wanted to say the story goes on to tell that uh, the hole got even bigger than for the little dog's nose, 
And so Mrs. Noah came along, and she had to put her shoulder in the hole to keep the water from coming in. And that's why they always say that a lady gives you the cold shoulder, you know? So, uh, thank you. So then, uh, <laughs> then, then the thing was that the hole got so big that they had to call for Noah, and Noah came along and sat in the hole, and that's why a man always stands with his back to the fireplace. <laughs> talking people are also the singing people, and they believe that barbershop singing is on its way back, and that this kind of singing doesn't have to be confined to men's quartets, and they'd like to prove this with their barbershop version of Good Night, Ladies. Good night, ladies. Good night, ladies. Good night, ladies. We're people and Meredith Wilson for coming in. And that was a fine way to say goodbye, because we're at that time now. Oh, and... No, you don't. You guys aren't leaving until I get my solid gold faucet. It's got to have a nice loud leak. <laughs> you really want that thing, huh, Frank? Well, I've got a surprise for you. We phoned the quartermaster camp and got one for you. Yes, a solid gold faucet that drips. Here it is. Gee, gosh, oh, oh hemlock. Gee, Willikas, it's... It's beautiful. Heavy I too, can't get it? over this. It's, it's lovely. Hey, kids, you have my undying gratitude. Thank a million. Yeah, Thank well, you. it's nothing at all, really. Well, gang, as the sun sets in another command performance and Frank Lester set sail to test his faucet, we want to thank you for asking us in. Tonight, the letters brought in... Luscious Audrey... Whoa, 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 Jack Carson and Martha Stewart. Meredith. Yeah. Wilson... The talking people, Frank Lesser and... And Bill? <laughs> Good one. That's a lie! <laughs> this is Audrey, gang. Hey, it's hmm? a frame-up. I was Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a frame-up. Take back this lousy hunk of plumbing. Frank, old pal, what's wrong? You got your faucet, didn't you? Yeah, it's what you wanted, and it drips. What could possibly be well, wrong? Well, I, I tried it out, and it bloops. 
All right. Well, then what? But it bleeps in the wrong key. I give up. <laughs> Good night, gang. Good night. This program was arranged with the aid of the Hollywood Coordinating Committee. Bud Whittem speaking. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education. (laughs) 